We're back, back for more, as Rat would say. A song written by the great Stephen Piercy and Robin King Crosby, uh, who has died of AIDS. Uh, <laughs> but he got to nail Tani Katane before OJ. With the AIDS or without the AIDS? Probably uh, he was uh, in transition, so... Okay. You uh, make it sound like a threesome if you... It <laughs> might have been. With AIDS. Uh, so another episode of Inappropriate Earl special UFC edition. Uh, we're going to talk UFC 170, Ronda Rousey. Jeff and I didn't watch, but we read about. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, we're probably going to talk about it for five minutes and then get into gangbang stories, <laughs> rape. Uh, you know. Uh, but I looked up the Carol Shelby's wife, and it turns out in like 2010. This is from a previous episode. Previous maybe, episode. Maybe they're first timers out there. We talk about the gangbang. And I did some investigating, and Carol Shelby divorced his wife in 2010 because after a t- lot of years being married, he realized that she lied to him about her entire life. Well, I mean, she took it to another level, and I don't think Carol was ready for that level. But uh, He you was know. like 85 years old. But Ryan O'Neill to my left, Jeff hey. Dennis. You uh, got it. You know, we're going to talk about sports, life. Uh, they're moving and grooving in the world of Hollywood. Um, <laughs> you know what we need to talk about? I think we're moving out of Hollywood. My apartment will... My apartment... Oh, this is big controversy. It's, uh, there's a war going on in there. It's a Bla- war zone. Blacks and whites? Not blacks and whites. It involves dog shit. It, it involves a rogue dog shitter. Guys, someone's not picking up after their dog. But inside the apartment courtyard. Yeah, someone's dog shitting on the floor. And someone took it upon themselves first to put a laminated sign outside of the apartment building that said, Hey, uh, like I have video footage of you not picking up after your dog. <laughs> if you continue with this crappy behavior, which is a great play on words by their part, uh, I'm going to put your picture up next to this thing. But apparently it didn't work. So now they've taken to using uh, fluorescent orange tape to outline the dog shit in the courtyard like a dead body. So when you walk in there, you got to step around all this dead dog shit that's been outlined. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? Some of them are just dog shit smears, like not even a full turn. Yeah, I think it's a small dog. I think somebody stepped in it that smeared it everywhere. It looks almost like shit Skittles. Yeah, it's not. Well, that's a it's like uh, fetish. It may be a rabbit. A rat? <laughs> a rabbit. It could be just like a guy coming home from the bar shitting his pants. Maybe it's a chick doing too much anal and just kind of, you know, like no, Andy, you know, Andy Dufresne in uh, Shawshank would slip the loose rocks down the pants. Like, maybe she's just shaking like a little shit rock down the pants. It could be. Well, I did a uh, comedy once at a gangbang. Uh, <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Dude, my buddy calls me up and says we're uh, getting right back to game yeah, I mean, like Earl's <laughs> like let's forget everything we just talked about Earl's like that's a great segue <laughs> gang bangs get the most <laughs> listens not, well, absolutely. we gotta go with what works I mean listen this is radio not TV man you gotta go with what the po- this I mean, should be called the gang bang Earl the gang bang power hour <laughs> white power hour and, no my buddy calls me up and says slick cause that was my nickname <laughs> Slick Earl oh, yeah. called the Gang Bang Cast. The Gang Bang. Well, now it's inappropriate. You know, it's it's weird. It's early though. It's in its early stages. You can still change. This it. is early Earl. It, that could be another <laughs> podcast. 
at <laughs> Earl at 3 a.m. About guys who pre jack. You got to turn this boxing off because it's so distracting. <laughs> no, no. I, I keep watching it. Yeah, but it's this is a combat uh, sports. We got two black guys. One well, uh, guy's in bedazzled shorts. I mean, uh, well, it's not just that. Uh, bedazzled shorts are always intimidating. So Very my funny. buddy says, Slick. That's you. Come to this warehouse in Van Nuys. It's $2,500 cash. What year was this? This was uh, probably 07. Okay, so you're just like a middle-class guy. Just a middle-class guy <laughs> in a fully paid-off condo getting into his fully paid-off Probably only car. floated a private jet a handful of times. <laughs> we, no, it was the, it was the uh, Convair. That was the private jet. The, it was the, like before the G5. Were you still wearing tuxedos <laughs> just to like go to the gym at that point? Uh, no, I, I was working out in my uh, Jeremy Scott two hundred and forty dollars sneakers. Oh, sure. All right, all right. Are you wearing Bo Jacksons right now, by the way? Uh, these are um, no, these are just uh, Nike Air Max. Uh, similar. What? Do you remember the Bo Jacksons? Um, I do actually. Wait, what's your similar. shoe size? A uh, thirteen and a half. Are you a thirteen? I'm a thirteen. Do you need shoes? Hey, this guy will just give you shoes. I'm gonna give the you half some. might be too much for me to handle. I'm no, an no. eleven and a half. Although I, I could shove some socks in the. I'm gonna give you some parting gifts. You know, I'm wow. not saying you need shoes because sometimes people get offended when I say, "Hey, do you want? Do you need some shirts or some shoes?" Like I think they're uh, homeless schmug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just like to give back. I'm trying to raise my frequency in life. I've been reading a lot of. Uh, Tony Robbins books and uh, have you a lot of comedians it's do. always the last stage right before <laughs> complete failure <laughs> it really is it's like I've, g- I've given up I've tried really hard now I need to listen to this guy try to tell me how to make it but there is no secret the Tony Robbins exit on the highway is right before total yeah, failure yeah it's like right before there's a a ball of flame or you eat a bullet or something well you know how much i admire you guys i might have to disagree with you on this <laughs> but you know i'm also into the uh, dr Dwayne uh, wayne dyer uh, dr Dwayne ludwig Dwayne wayne from a different world ludwig. and uh, i'm also uh starting a new uh positive thinking uh oh boy. <laughs> also that actually you've you just got back on the road after Tony <laughs> Robbins, and positive thinking is right at the very end. Who, it's I'm right di- before who's total your new, implosion. Who's, to- your new, who's your new life coach, Brody Stevens? No, it's a total reverse. It's actually negative thinking. Tony oh. Bobbins. <laughs> Tony Bobbins? Uh, John Wade Bobbins? Do you want to hear the, the commercial? <laughs> what are you is doing? This a, these are all pre-bits? Is this live sketch comedy <laughs> that we're listening to? <laughs> Did you just want an audience to yeah. come in here and watch your sketches that you've been working on all week? We're not even recording. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Earl has a computer, but I think it's a teleprompter. Uh, Neither of us can hey, see Hey, is that it. coach? Uh, is that uh, Lauren Michaels? <laughs> hockey coach? Breaking news. Lauren Michaels is the new coach of the LA Kings. Whoa. The uh, LA wow. Kings have just signed Jeff Richards as their coach. <laughs> <laughs> and Harris Peak. Old store comedy uh, store and guy. And Chewy is the, uh, the, uh. the guy who opens up the Lord Michaels is a Canadian. I don't know much about hockey, but I know they just whipped our asses in that <laughs> Olympics. Well, the U.S. We we won our first three games, and then we lost to uh, the Canadians, one nothing. The women uh, choked the chicken. Uh, yeah, I mean up to zero or three. Where do they? Left. Where do women practice? Because I mean, there's no pro leagues, are there? Um, not really. They have just, college now, right? It's kind of like oh, yeah. There's college and uh, is college hockey big? Yeah, in uh, like Minnesota, northeast northeast is big. Boston College. I didn't know. I I, I was never aware of. I never met a college hockey player ever. 
Well, I mean, you know, out here, they're, they're club teams out here. Like, okay. USC would not play. Rob's saying even back home, I never. A lot of hockey players in the NHL fuck, like, really hot chicks on the slide. Like, you don't hear about it a lot. Like, oh, one yeah. of them's boning uh, Aaron Andrews at sports. Uh, oh, yeah, he plays on the Kings. Oh, does he? 28. Yeah, he's boning her. He's, and he was boning Gretzky's daughter before her. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Gretzky's daughter's Paulina. hot. Now she, she's married to she, some. She had a big, like. Almost pornographic there. phase, right? Like she was really posting some scantily clad. Oh, she, she had those big old beefers. Yeah, those are my. That's my kind of woman. A little but, skinny for my taste, though. <laughs> what, what are you? We have that? to. We have to talk about a new term that we coined too. Big old beefers uh, for men. Men's breasts, <laughs> goobies. <laughs> This guy's boobies. <laughs> Josh Barnett's got some goobies. He's got some big old goobies. <laughs> Do you think if Josh Barnett was in uh, Velasquez's guard and their nipples rubbed together, they would start a fire? I think it might be the end of the world. I think Herb, that's why they can't fight. Herb Dean would break it up, but he would also wear a fire retardant uh, winter hat over his dreadlocks uh, so they two, didn't catch. Two big old goobies like that rubbing <laughs> together? Hey, Her- I, 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 my picture... Uh, Barnett on top of him, just hanging one of those goobies right in his mouth. If you could give me... Choking him with it. I would take a wet t-shirt contest with Tank Abbott. I'll give Barnett in there and then just one chick, and we'll just see what happens. What about cabbage? Oh, cabbage. Oh, nice. cabbage the vegeta- he is a vegetable. One of the he best, predicted his own future. One of the best chins of all time oh in God. the UFC. His only... Talent was that he could take a punch like no one else. The guy could not throw. He could not wrestle. He could not do shit. Who did he fight? There was one fight of his. It, it, it was, was Tim Sylvia, and he just worked him over for fifteen straight minutes. And, and if he, you get outboxed by Tim Sylvia, you should get a new profession. The most unathletic ogre in the sport. <laughs> yeah, but he was. You got to give him this. He was a champ. Maybe in an unpopular time of the US yeah yeah. He also no, though, take it away, but still, it was a shit time. He also clearly roided because he got real jacked at one point. Tested positive and then he had a downhill. Down. He was shredded. Remember one. when he? Uh, so was Barnett. Remember when Barnett roided at the UFC before he got thrown out? He did not. <laughs> Remember when uh, Sylvia head kicked the guy who had one titty, Trey Tilligman? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The guy had like literally like a, a huge. He was born with like no pectoral, and he just had like a huge yeah. concave hole in his chest. Turkey tit. He kicked him <laughs> in it. Kicked him in his hole. Dude, I was watching Old Pride today. Oh, by the way. The greatest MMA fights ever were in the some old of them, pride. Some of them went for like four hours too long. <laughs> Remember that one that uh, someone gave us to watch? And he's like, this is great. It's like 62 <laughs> minutes straight. <laughs> we fell asleep. We were ready to like die after we watched it. Dude, full-on soccer kicks. Those oh. are great. And head stomps. <laughs> you could jump in the air and crush them with There's skull. nothing better than seeing Shogun and Vandalay both love to soccer kick and do axe kicks down to the head. It was Every time it made me cringe. Every time. Who uh, Overeen tried to do like he jumped once in the air and like landed on someone's head. I mean, it was I. I never really followed Pride before. It was Henderson was uh, Henderson was big to the head, and Henderson uh, was there. Fedor was obviously oh, big. You could knee the Silva. top of the head on the ground. Yeah, Fedor's brother was fighting. He's uh, terrible. Uh, that guy's terrible. James Thompson, Alexander. James, yeah, the fucking uh, body. Uh, what are they? Called? The Repo the re- Man. Re- yeah. Repo Man. Yeah. The best part of old Pride. That guy was the worst fighter ever. Remember when his ear exploded <laughs> from fucking Kimbo? Uh, Kimbo. The best part of Pride. Well, there's two great great things. The Japanese crowds make absolutely no noise and during the fight. There's 90,000 of them in there. Like yeah. You can hear everything. Like If a guy farts in like the 100th row, you can hear it. But when they do do something, they applaud very politely. 
and the Asian guys who have to work the ropes. If oh. you get anywhere, oh, da, 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 da. oh. They, <laughs> they slap your hand. You They're prying your fingers off the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand the rule that you could not hold on to the rope. No. Or you can't even like, even if your body, they're like, ah, da, ah, da. like and, they they, and if you're falling out, they're literally like pushing you back into the ring. So it's like a lumberjack match. Kind yeah. of. Another rule. If they'll you're, literally, I've seen guys pound guys' fists. If they, per- if they perceive what you're doing as stalling, oh. the ref gives you the soccer yellow card. You lose, what is it, 20% 20 of your your purse purse right there. Yeah, yeah. And then, guys, dude, more knockouts have happened after a yellow card than any other sport ever. These guys get so pissed. Remember that dude? He got a yellow card. He just got fired up and just kneed the guy in the face. They should do that in stand-up comedy. Just a guy comes out on stage, gives you a yellow card in the air. You're going to lose 20% of $15. Now I'm down to 12. You got to watch Mark Coleman versus Shogun Hua in Pride. Where Coleman, uh, he's roid raging. He slams Shogun down. Shogun plants his arm to try to break his fall, and his arm just breaks at a yeah, grotesque yeah, angle. His elbow. Then Coleman's trying to, he's so roided that he's trying to attack him. The ref tries to stop it. WWE style throws the ref out of the way, and he's like going crazy. Then more people come in, and there's like a fight in the ring. And then when he walks out of the ring, he like punches a wall in the <laughs> dressing room. Yeah, so they had like a documentary on that fight. Phil, uh, oh, was that? Uh, oh, uh, not necessarily wh- that fight, but on what's Coleman. his name? What's the guy's name? The oh, you mean the guy that they did the uh, the drug the, addict? The what was it? And they called? followed Coleman backstage in the locker, and he was. Like, Isn't it called like walls. Iron Man or something? It's like Hammer? Who was the guy? MC Hammer. He was a big wrestler. He was he was big and he was a wrestler. Fuck, what the hell is his name? And they did a documentary about him. It was about his rise and kind of his fall. In MMA? Yeah. yeah. It was That's a great documentary. About, it was about him in Pride. Oh, okay. Oh, like a big, tall, white guy, and he, was, he had a problem with... Uh, he was like a Rico Rodriguez type. Oh, okay. But um, it wasn't Rico Rodriguez. It was like that era kind of before... Right, right. Like it Coleman, was, Coleman was big. Coleman was... Bob Saps got one of the, some of the hairiest deltoids in the business. Oh. Dude, they showed him beating up this Asian guy. He was probably like our size, but against him, he looked, and he was just, it was unbelievable. Pride. I, I wish they would bring back Pride. Bob Sapp was oh, great. Oh, is that when that guy beat, oh, I saw that one. He punched him once. One not. guy submitted Sapp, a it's, smaller guy. Yeah. yeah. They have freak show fights, which was unbelievable. Did you ever <laughs> see Butterbean fight a guy who was five foot six and like 130 pounds? And the guy beat him, right? Yeah, the guy beat Butterbean. Yeah. They, they had a sumo fight in there. Oh, they f- some seven footer, uh, like giant, Hung fought Man some Troy? dude. And the guy, literally, I think a guy gave him like the drop kick, <laughs> like a wrestling drop kick. <laughs> One guy fought in a Mexican wrestling. You know, it was Alberto Del Rio from uh, the WWE yeah. fought in a Mexican wrestling mask in Pride. How did he do? He I think lost. Krokop beat him. Uh, he fought Krokop. Yeah, he lost. That guy's name was Mark something. No, uh, yeah, it was Mark Kerr. M- Mark Kerr. The yeah, yeah. And it was Mark Kerr. It was like the, the guy hammer from, uh, or something. Mr. Cooper. <laughs> no, <laughs> Mark Kerman. Mark Curry. <laughs> Mark Curry. No, it's Mark Kerr. <laughs> the tall uh, black guy. Well, <laughs> he fought in Pride before, after Mr. Cooper. <laughs> white Pride. He fought in the White Pride yeah. organization. <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Pooh. Uh, wait, what do we got sidetracked? Oh, let's hear your sketch. Or the gangbang. I forgot way. the sketch. No, the sketch is about, uh, <laughs> it was Tony Bobbins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the gangbang? Like how he says I forgot it. <laughs> oh, let me get my, you got, he's got a computer on his lap now with a script. No, because we got, it. we got a lot of things to talk about. We got <laughs> Rampage fighting Friday. Okay. We got, we he's got, got all his bits. Okay, do up. your Tony Bobbins. <laughs> we got it. Do you want me to do some of my jokes I wrote? You know, a joke time with Earl? <laughs> yes, have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earl's Joke Corner. Is this a new podcast? 
All right, we got uh, December uh, 2013 jokes. Let okay. me uh, run one by you. Right before the new year. Are you going to do any of these Friday nights? It's possible. Is this, is this podcast going to come out on Friday? It will, actually. The numbers right. are so big with you guys. Oh, so shit. big. It's in the hundreds. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I'm not on a network. I'm outlaw. You're an independent. You're just a middle class guy trying to make his way in the podcast. You're an indie world. artist. Because if you're like on Death Squad, which I love, we all love Red Band. Yeah. What's up, Ben? Uh, if you're on All Things Comedy, I mean, they have like 30 fucking podcasts. ATC. Right. Yeah. So I think you kind of get lost in the shuffle. You got to do your own. Yeah. This is the Maybe Earl you become network. your own Earl, the Earl uh, Empire. I mean, Maybe I just. Maybe become an Earl Pyre. I just, you know. <laughs> do you want to start an Earl Pyre? <laughs> reminds me of the first joke I wrote, you know. Which one was that? Uh, is it the, the one that I heard you do last week? Which one? Which one? Oh, I'm trying to think. I watched some YouTube clip of you. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't fucking around on YouTube. Hey, go ahead. Only. No, I was going to say I made a uh, male cologne for your scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> for my scrotum? What's it called? <laughs> it's called umpire. For foul balls. <laughs> hi <laughs> Hey, now. And that, <laughs> that is why Earl is the famous comic he is. I'm today. not. You guys are uh, great joke writers. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was good. First joke. Uh, for, it's here, decent. There's a 2000 first joke. Well, I mean, for no audience. Yeah. No. I, I oh, like, you mean? Oh, for oh, first. I'm joke saying ever. for a first joke. Was ever, that yeah. first joke ever? Or was that in 2013? That was the first joke I wrote last week. <laughs> oh, first joke that you started your week out with. First joke I ever did at the for, comedy wait, store. Wait, was that the, that was legitimately the first joke you ever wrote? Yeah. And with, what year was that? In the eighties? That was uh, two. <laughs> in the eighties, shit like that would fly. Two thousand. Oh, okay. Two thousand. I didn't know what I was doing back then. No, hey, that's good. That's everybody, a good joke. this I, is Yakov Smirnov, the foul balls. <laughs> when hey I, Earl, I like these very much. <laughs> I want to buy. When I first started, in I, Branson, this company is very big. I paid Dave Tyree. <laughs> to write me jokes. Shut up. Yeah. And I've got is Dave Tyree even alive? I don't know. Dude. You're like the million dollar man. You fucking outsourced your dirty work to a black guy. <laughs> Why? Was he friends with Leroy, your old your old Manny? No, he was. Uh, the, I, the first comic I ever saw at the comedy store was Angel Salazar. But then I went okay. back. Oh, from e Scarface. Check it yeah. out. Check it out, From man. Scarface. And Pacino stole his whole entire yeah. persona to play Scarface. So, but I w knew him more from the great uh, movie after Scarface, The Wildlife, well, okay. which was a basically yeah. a sequel to Fast Times, but with Chris Pine's brother. Well, oh, okay. it was a loose sequel. Basically. What uh, were Pacino and him friends? Did he see him perform comedy? Does anyone know the story of how he? Pacino was open micing back then. Okay, Pacino <laughs> was uh, after the Godfather. He decided <laughs> to go back to his roots, the open mic. Roots is a good movie. <laughs> I prefer Cuta Quinte, especially if you watch it backwards. Hey, for the color purple. It's somebody's joke. I don't know who. Oh, joke really? That is. Damn it! Yeah, See, it's do. a happy ending if you play it backwards. Is that the joke? I somebody's believe? joke. I don't know. Who's See, I do it's it like that with old. Philadelphia. Like if you watch it backwards, uh, Tom Hanks gains weight. He gets healthy, <laughs> but his. His lesions go away. Right, yeah, he gets his skin clears it's up. It's about an AIDS away. comeback story. So, hey guys, I, let me tell you, <laughs> I've just been thinking about starting a dating site with no pictures called Russian Roulette. Hey, <laughs> hey now. I can't get behind that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your next one? 
right, let me see. Let me do Russian, joke. Russian, we really love By the way, you. we're all, the three of us are going to be performing, not together, but at the Ice House on Friday night. When's the last time I performed, Spin? I don't think I've ever performed with you guys. I don't think so No, either. not on the same show. It's I, been a I while. haven't performed in at least three months, and then the six months before that, I was going up uh, every other month at like two in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, but see, this is how crazy I would kill for that spot. I know that's why it is crazy. That's how sad. It is. But Tony Bobbins would tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so stay you, positive. You guys are professionals. You guys, uh, Daddy knows best. You, you, <laughs> you know what time it is. So people are gonna eventually be like. Hey, are these guys ever going to do anything else? Because nope. that's the only credit we have. We've have. peaked. Dude, it's more than I got. We've peaked. Hopefully. You've well. been in a movie, Earl. Benchwarmers, yeah. major movie. Yeah. 80 million. Uh, when you were in 89, you were huge on the commercial. national commercial scene. First two commercials. So much. I made so much money in 89 off these. You weren't even middle class for that period. Dude, I was even bumped up into possible, uh, you know, uh, high class. Really? I got a letter from Did Sag. you blow all that money that you made off those commercials? How much did you make off those commercials? Like see, uh, Back the then they paid a lot. United sure. Airlines commercial was uh $27,000. And that's like you got to make like, But you got to bump that up to like 40 grand by yeah. in, with inflation. Do you have a speaking role? And then no, but I was featured heavily. Did you have to spread your butt cheeks? <laughs> um that was on the Pepsi commercial. <laughs> Pepsi. You opened a Pepsi bottle with your asshole? I was the star of the Pepsi So commercial. good, I'll, I'm going to shove this. Remember when oh. Michael Jackson lit his hair on fire in the 80s in the Pepsi commercial? Yeah, yeah. He was in that commercial with Michael Jackson. You I lit his hair on Leroy fire? got it for him. Leroy <laughs> knew Michael Jackson, and uh, we became... So you made 27 Gs off that. What about the other one? That's a lot, man. I Wait, mean, quick side question. Did you ever hang out at the Neverland Ranch as a kid? I did sneak into the Playboy Mansion twice, but never the Neverland Ranch. As a child? Uh, well, not as a child, as an adult. Were you uh, airlifted by a helicopter? No, no. dropped in there? My friend Monty the Jew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Classic nicknames. <laughs> yeah, you know. How, yeah, what did you do when you got in there? What year was this? It was amazing. Uh, let me see. It was about 96. So it was still cool then? Well, this was the hardest party ever to get into in the history of the Playboy Mansion because this was the Midsummer Night's Dream Party. Oh. It's just the lingerie party. And this was... The first were you, one. Were you wearing just your basketball shorts and <laughs> a great jersey? I had a smoking jacket on, no <laughs> shirt. I mean, I looked like Rick Rude. Because this was the first one they'd had in six years because he was married, so he didn't have, like, the pussy parties anymore. Okay. So my friend calls me up, Monty the Jew, and says, uh, listen to Hello, world. <laughs> what do you want to go to a party? Bring <laughs> a Reuben. What are you doing, Bubby? Well, they wouldn't let you in unless you were in your underwear. I mean, uh, guys, girls, yeah. you, had to, you couldn't wear normal clothes. I heard they also uh, look, have to look at your dick. Make sure there's no open sores on it. I'm, I'm clean. I'm as clean as they send you, They send you to the uh, dick leprosy colony if you have any sores. you got to go to like a separate part of the party where there's like, all people with STDs. It's you, Polly Shore. I did meet Polly there that night. Hey. Yeah, you ever met him before? No. Were hey. you starstruck? Not really. Hey, buddy. Biodome was only two years with earlier. The, with the co-starring with the great William Atherton, who was uh, the yeah. uh, obnoxious reporter in Die Hard. Hey, yeah. And buddy. he was also in Real Geniuses. Real Genius, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. You so know. how'd you get in with Monty the Jew? So he says to me, hey, uh, I'm like, do you have, uh, do you have, are we on the list? He's like, they don't like guys in the mansion. And like, don't worry about it, we'll get in. 
So we go there. Wait, what does Monty know? Monty's a jeweler. He's real. He could. <laughs> oh, the Jew stands for jeweler. Yeah. <laughs> he well, he puts the Jew, Jew in jeweler. The Jew jeweler. Uh, okay. <laughs> so the Jew, Monty, the Jew Jew B. So this Monty Jew is just, <laughs> it's just an abbreviation for jeweler. Yeah. No, no. He's, yeah, it's not like. He's the, not actually Jewish. He's religious. He is actually Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a guy who goes by Bobby Law, but he's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And, and but so maybe he's Bobby <laughs> But he's also instead of Bobby Law, he's also his last name's Lawler. Yeah, it's probably yeah, Robbie Lawler Law. fighting uh, for a title in a couple weeks. Yeah. You got it. So he calls me up, says put put some uh, pajamas on. Uh, <laughs> so we get up there, Mapleton Drive, just off of Sunset. Yeah. Make a left. I've been in. I've been in the it's in the no, house. It's no joke. Yeah, I've been in the mansion, but I've been in the driveway and in the backyard. Were yummy? No, I, I was. A uh, a driver for the first season of the L.A. Apprentice. <laughs> so I had to drive the the cast hey, what everywhere, happened? and I had to drive him. I had to pick him up from the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> O'Neill boned Amorosa. Did yeah. you really? She wasn't on that season, well. was she? No, but I had to. There was a scene where they got lost, but I kept driving by the place where they needed to go, but I wasn't allowed to tell them, and they were losing all this time, and they were running out of time, and they were all freaking out. But I couldn't say anything, even though I, I, they'd be like, can you turn around? And then he yeah, would drive by it again. And they'd be like, where is it? And I was like, whatever. They lost that. <laughs> That's all right. They lost. He got him fired. So, Omarosa's moved on to big things. It what wasn't Omarosa. What is she know. doing? I think she's starting the Patrick Ewing story. <laughs> As Patrick Ewing? <laughs> yeah. well, no, it's J.R. Ewing. Come on. I heard she's on uh, that show Finding Bigfoot. I, th- I thought she was going to reprise Danny Glover's role, the color purple. <laughs> oh. I thought she was going to reprise the LeVar Burton's role in the uh, Ron LaFleur story. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Star Trek on that one. I thought he was going to play the guy who voices Elmo, uh, the molester story. <laughs> well, you know, she What's could. that guy's name? Kevin Kevin something. Lee Light? Oh, no, that's Jesus on Sunset. Kevin likes him young. Oh, is that his name? It's an Asian last name. No, it's Native American. Yeah, it's Native American. <laughs> we name you after what you like. Well, she could reprise the uh, great Kevin Peter Hall's role as Predator. <laughs> you know, Kevin Peter Hall died of AIDS. Blood transfusion. KPH? Really? Oh, blood transfusion. Who also had, if you ever want to see what the Predator looked like without his uh, thing on, you could. he played the strip club bouncer in the wildlife. Those were his real teeth, right? Really? Yeah, and uh, I think uh, Venus Williams uh, was a stunt double. <laughs> I, I heard Venus Williams' pussy was the mouth of the predator. Is that I, true? Is there any truth to that? I'm going to go out on a limb. I think Serena Williams is kind of hot. She, and like, she's muscular, a little too muscular, but she's got huge bombers. Yeah. You know, they've never and like played an ass that would like break you. They've never played each other. Which is pretty crazy. You know, I think, at you're, some point, I think you're playing yourself right now. At some point, they will have to play each other just at no, it, it privately. Just, they just won't do it. No, no, privately on their own just to see who the best in the family really is. Their well, father's great. Oh, yeah, he's a real good dad. Crazy. Well, I heard Venus Williams uh, twat was the Sarlacc pit in the Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I think she may not have been born or was very young. So oh, she's know. probably really young. That explains <laughs> I think both all the fat. wispy hairs inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This episode is sponsored by Venus Williams' Pussy. Uh, let me give a quick uh, <laughs> shout-out to the uh, boys over at N101 for the uh, supplements they gave me earlier this week. Is this week. a sponsor? Hot Rod 5,000. <laughs> oh, God. 
This is hey, you don't get boners during the podcast. It's kind of insulting. And uh, VIP, the uh, competitor to Hot Rod Five Thousand. Oh, you well, look at you double dipping. What is it? Is it what is it? It's a very important. That's penis? the same thing. Very immense so penis. A little bit of Yohambi and <laughs> what, what is, is VIP? Booger? No, what is, what is <laughs> VIP? Revenge of the Nerds for? too. <laughs> what is what VIP, VIP for? <laughs> and uh, shout out to uh, bodybuilding.com for. Uh, Shipping me my black snake on time for the holidays. <laughs> did Booger Booger always did Booger fuck Curtis like fat Armstrong. nasty chicks? Because remember he packed the suitcase just full of condoms. That he was worried. No, he didn't Booger have he was like the eternal optimist. <laughs> like he was always planning on fucking. He's like, but when in the first one he's dancing with the uh, with the nasty the, chick, the lambda, the, the, the omega, omega moves. Lambda, the omega yeah. moves. He's like the the forty year old guy who brings his baseball glove to every baseball game, pro baseball game, hoping catch to catch it. that foul ball. Okay. He never does. And an uh, interesting revenge in the nerds fact, Larry B. Scott was uh, the black guy, the gay black guy. Lamar. Lamar. He was also one of the Cobra Kai. In the he was also... Kid. Oh! <laughs> he was also the late great comic Fat James's acting coach for a Really? Period. That Fat is true. James. 100% yeah. true. And Armorosa is going to play him in the new <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds Fat James? Movie. No. Uh, I Lamar. went to visit... Uh, With his lip-wristed <laughs> throwing style. I uh, visited Fat James in the hospital the last three days. and uh, <laughs> To run some material by him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I knew there'd be a crowd. I so. heard you were asking for his old bits if he went. I'd never seen a guy <laughs> gain weight with bone cancer. I Jesus. Mean, I mean, Jesus. I mean, it was pretty sad. <laughs> hot, hot crowd, though. Good food in those hospitals, I've heard. I mean, well, I mean, it was, uh, you know, James was, uh, you know. You know, I heard he, what, did he have lung cancer? He bone. had bone cancer. Oh, he had bone cancer? And it, it, it I thought he also had lung cancer. I, I, he did smoke, I know that. He also inhaled food. Oh, uh, my best Fat James story. Now, food, you know, uh, he inhaled a lot of food's bestos. <laughs> you don't know Fat James. <laughs> Fat James is a comic actor. Probably about, what, 5'10", 400 pounds. 5'10"? <laughs> <Five, ten. laughs> I think me. You was 5'4". When I heard the 5, I thought you were going 500 yeah, pounds. I, know. I got to go 5 to what to 10 to like like 1,000 pounds. He had to be weighed at truck stops. <laughs> I mean, he was a great guy, slightly annoying. but uh, He would run the open mic at the comedy store that all of us, you know, O'Neill and I spent a lot of time at. They would, and he would kind of like, he would kind of bust balls a little unnecessarily, but um, yeah, he was overall, he, was fine, like, he yeah. met well. He definitely met he well. He was a, he was annoying, but like he had a good heart. It was like a lovable. The problem that the heart was very large. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you're a comic. You guys have his family just, <laughs> just fucking start bawling. <laughs> like, it was our son. It was somebody's. I mean, at one point, he was a human being. <laughs> I mean, he was a big man. <laughs> so he was five a six. A creature from Star Wars. Five six, six hundred pounds. For those of you out there, if there are any Windy City Heat fans, he was actually the stuntman, Perry's stuntman. Yeah. A creature from Star Wars. <laughs> the worst thing he would do. Can't resist. He was too easy of a target. <laughs> I feel really. I'm gonna feel really bad about all this later. But uh, his family. Uh, he looked like Preston from uh, Jackass as well. Yeah, when he would wear like the undies and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like he had very dirty fingernails at all times <laughs> because they were always <laughs> sucking a hunk of chocolate. <laughs> you can see the chicken skin under his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> He went and ran his finger through his hair and <laughs> chicken bones came out.
<laughs> I thought he got burned once, but it was just chicken skin stuck on his face. <laughs> oh, oh, fat James oh. Price. <laughs> he was missing his pinky because it exploded from my blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And for those of you listening, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's only because we loved him so much. Uh, uh, it's, it's the only problem he, he didn't love us back. It's you, t- you didn't have enough room in that <laughs> in that heart. It's a, tough, it's a tough loss for diabetes medicine. For <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the crazy thing. At least about he died before he lost a leg. Or, or the weight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, if you know us and you die, this is what you have in store for you. Uh, yeah, I guess. What can oh, you do? man. We, well, we, we, only, we only roast the ones who die. <laughs> I mean, that's... The, oh, oh, we got to fight oh, breaking out the hockey. Uh, I mean, that's the crazy thing in comedy, though, is if you're well-liked, you get people talk to you, you get about you like this. Yeah, I mean, just in general, especially at the comedy store, there, there is a, a very ball-busting environment. Yeah. Everyone gets it. And if you're a guy that made an impact, like he did, like everyone knew Fat James. He once you know? wore, there was a spe- it was some <laughs> big shell gun on at the comedy store, and he wore a matching purple suit. <laughs> he looked so oh. much like Grimace. Oh, it was <laughs> crazy. I remember that. <laughs> he also loved to wear tunics. He loved tunics. He must have gone to that old Navy tunic sale and bought every one they had. We did. I remember one open mic. He wore the tunic, and we did about an hour worth of tunic, tunic joke, yeah. tunic Tokyo, tunic sandwiches. <laughs> just went on uh, and on. He just didn't get what we were doing. Yeah, what are you guys talking about, tuna? I mean, you know, he was a big man, no doubt about he it. He wore his, uh, didn't he wear his phone on a necklace around his neck? Because he, he, he did. If he put it in his pocket, it would have been crushed <laughs> when he sat down because he, of the tightness of the pants. Or just encapsulated. He wore his heart on his ankle. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean the, the most disturbing uh, image I have of him was one night Don Barris, we all love Don. The hell yeah. Talked him in on stage to take off all of his clothes. Oh. All he had was a speedo on, uh. and this speedo was stretched out from New York to L.A. I mean, <laughs> oh my oh god! And you couldn't see his dick because his belly was oh. literally covering, like his belly, oh. like went down to his mid thigh. <laughs> oh, that's the guy that I said looks like. Uh, that's the guy from that party that looks like. Uh, sorry, <laughs> to a little side cat. It looks like Giovanni Rabisi. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. we're just watching a so commercial. O'Neill met this guy at a party and he told me about him. Um. Guy you know, Staples Fat James is, though, if I were going to be stuck in the middle of the desert for, like, a month, he's the guy I would want to go with. Why? So because if I ever got thirsty, I could just drink the fluid in his feet <laughs> and <the> ankles. <laughs> it was built up in there. Stick a straw, stick a straw in there and suck it out. A Capri Sun straw. And then they ankle. would refill again. Oh, my God. I mean, he'd be a great guy to uh, get stranded with in case you had to resort to cannibalism. No, but a lot of fat isn't good. Like, you just think of a burger. Like, you don't want a lot of fat on that steak, you know? I mean... You want it marble. You want that fat in there to get the flavor. He was definitely a flavorful man. He was like a... Uh, Okay. Let's, uh... (laughs) Well, I did go to Dupar's with him once. uh, What's Dupar's? To Late Night Diner in the Valley. I think there's one in uh, Farmer's Market on uh, Fairfax, too. It's like a Gals. Is it like a Johnny Rockets team? Yeah. Okay. And he ordered two of everything. 
uh, pancakes, French toast, and uh, you know, like potatoes. <laughs> and then they bring out the lazy Susan. He was eating uh, for two. The oils and sugars. He used up the whole <laughs> lazy Susan. And then he. Asked, I'm shocked that a guy like that would get bone cancer. <laughs> And then he asked the waitress for a Diet Coke. Oh, my God. Yeah, you gotta, classic. You got to know when to cut back. Yeah, on, it's on classic. Where to stop. I mean, he must have inhaled at least 3,000 calories oh. in that sitting alone. That's probably more than that. So, yeah, I mean. You I'll, can get one plate at the Cheesecake Factory that's like 2,000 calories. Yeah, like I get the, uh, <clears throat> the Kobe burger at the Cheesecake, and it's probably 1,000 calories, just the burger. Is that the one that they rape in the back? It's, that's why yeah, I yeah. That's why I say that they're Kobe Bryant. <laughs> As soon as you eat it, you, uh, you fly to Colorado. <laughs> and you feel pain in this, your ass. This, Kobe, this beef was raped in Colorado. <laughs> and you feel a pain in your ass the next morning. It's the well, Kobe Bryant burger. Well, speaking of raping cows, you see those two guys in New York got uh, busted for having sex with ant cows. Really? Yeah. They look like uh, a couple potluckers. You Up, know, upstate New York? Uh, I think it was Albany. Or like right in New York I have York a joke City. about having sex with animals. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, here it is. This is one of the first jokes that I wrote. This is an O'Neill classic. Yeah. Uh, I've had sex with a lot of different animals, but they all feel like chicken. <laughs> hey That's not bad. It's all right. You know, got your pass at the store. I would, yeah, no, I no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I don't have a joke about fucking animals, but I have fucked animals. Yeah. Oh, I've I've been with a few gorillas. You slide those <laughs> you, for sheep and stuff. You got to have the tall boots, and then you slide the hide legs in them. In the boots. There, they always say like certain countries, European, like Scotland and wherever else, the guys fuck sheep. Is that? I mean, is there any truth to that? I bet there is because these guys are out there for like months at a time with nothing but sheep just brushing against their dick all day. <laughs> well, it's like when the sheep really. I mean, if you when they <laughs> shear them, when you yeah. see what they're wearing, yeah. Well, if you Once you shear them and then you see that naked body, you're like, God, the sheep pussy's looking good. I would. I mean, you see, and then you see like when the titties get big and full when they're having babies, and then are you <laughs> talking about Esther or sheep? <laughs> you got to uh, you got to watch out though because in that community, I've heard if you fuck a male sheep, that the guys just will really turn on you. Oh yeah, you can't really? be a, you can't be a gay sheep herder. <laughs> But, well, I mean, whatever they gets don't you accept off. it. Whatever gets you off, man. It's not like the NFL. They're not accepting You would think they should be open, but they're not. They're closed-minded. Michael but Sam not having a good N- NFL combine. Did you combine. see the gif of, um, it, it looks like he has a boner in those shorts. Really? Legitimately. You should look Go it up. Go to deadspin.com right now. You guys keep talking. and uh, talk. We want to hear the, we got to go back to your $2,500 gangbang. Gig. So now we went, oh, there's <laughs> Lord Michaels. Lord Michaels, dude. He's the coach of the LA Kings. What's Lord Michaels. Name? Coach Lorne Michaels. That is uh, Daryl Sutter, who led the Kings. A.K.A. Lorne Michaels. It's ironic that Lorne Michaels is involved in a sport where there's no black people. I'm starting to see a pattern. But but there are. I love how you can uh, Google. There was a black guy on the Canadian men's team. I saw his picture. I saw his picture. Well, they all have white names. Remember uh, Willie T. Ribs, IndyCar racer? Um, I I remember Dick Trickle, but not Willie T. Willie T. Ribs was a black guy who used to race in IndyCar. And it was just the craziest name to have. <laughs> oh, my God. Skake, you're going to like quick fun fact, though. Oh, that looks like a big girl watching the UFC. <laughs> What's huh. weird is that he's like kind of puffing it out. Like when you look at that pose, hands on the hips. He's got a legit boner. Michael Sam. And Why I, don't we describe this, this isn't, we're, not, we're not making fun of him because he's oh gay. My God. He does literally look like someone took a picture of him <coughs> at the combine, and it does look like he may have a boner. Well, I mean, how could he He's not? either excited to be there or... Sometimes if you, wear, if you wear tight clothing, sometimes you can yeah. get a boner. Well, I know I can. That's why I had to get rid of tidy whities 
Well, I mean, I biggest gotta... boner producer ever. <laughs> the well, boner factory. Well, I mean, you know, if you got a big one, man, it's gonna want to get out. Especially when uh, it's watching the UFC. Fight. I never wore shorts in high school ever because of the boners. Oh, I saw a guy uh, with a big uh, dick in high school, uh, Jerry Pondella. <laughs> yeah, how much did you pay to see it? Well, we were showering I, the one day I played uh, football. You're like, oh, this wait. This is the time Earl snuck into the girls' locker room to watch the guy shower. Is this what Larry the Jew told you? Get those showers, Earl. You can see it. No, that's Monty the Jew. Earl had a telescope, and he was standing in the locker room. This guy had a pretty <laughs> they had some dick. big black guy shove his cock down the telescope. <laughs> we had no lenses in it. Yeah, it was just there so he could Earl could get jabbed in the eye with Earl, a dick. Earl was uh, below. He was below the floor, and he s- snaked a penoscope up through the drain. <laughs> Did you ever have a penoscope in your car? I'll give you a penoscope right now. Did you have the hole in the in the shower locker room for the guys like in Porky's? What is this, one of my Pee Wee. I actually met Pee Wee once. Really? Pee Wee Urban? No, Pee Wee. I'm uh, trying to use the phone. <laughs> the great Dan Monahan, Pee Wee from Porky's. Oh, okay. He was with his wife and kids at the DMV, and I left my. Did place. you yell some sort of uh, <laughs> inappropriate Porky's line at him? Dude, I went right up to him, and he just looks at me and starts shaking his <laughs> head. Like, he knows you're up to no Please good. Please don't. Please don't. He just looks at me and goes, I'm with my wife and kids. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Like, I could see Leroy taking you to go see Porky's. At Sambo. So they had a drive-in <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Sambo's driving. <laughs> well, Mr. Earl, I guess I'll take you to see some of that Porky's. Quick fun fact, Earl. I went to middle school with uh, one of the Sutter's kids. Who? Sean Sutter. Wait, which? I don't know which Sutter was his dad, but he was one of the 50 who coached in the NHL. Oh, wow. Well, oh, they, oh, they coached the big... Bruins, I believe, at the time. D- well, well, there's Daryl. There's Who Dwayne. coached the Bruins, do you know? Uh, I don't think any Sutter coach. No? Whatever reason, he ended up in Massachusetts for a period, but he ended up moving because his old man got a job in Canada. I mean, that was the crazy thing uh, that the at one point all six Sutter brothers were in the league. Really? God. So Yeah, this, yeah. so I knew. Uh, yeah, he was a good guy. He was a, fr- he was a, he was a friend of a friend of mine, but, yeah, I would hang out with him here and there. So, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, they, Played they, hockey. I don't think he lived up to the family name, but. What's well, hey. a tough, uh, a lot of Stanley Cups in that family. They gave him a minor league deal, I think, just to throw the family a boner. That's but, uh, tough. Uh, to oh, look at that. Where the hell did the goalie em- go? Empty netter, dude. They're uh, trying to come back. Oh. We are watching the LA Kings and Colorado Avalanche. Lauren uh, Michaels. Let's, uh, let's go back to the first. Let's either talk UFC or this $2,500. Pyramid gangbang. Uh, a pump. Well, we're going to talk both. I mean, we're not. Let's do it the gangbangs. I got to hear this. Okay, so my buddy calls me up and says, hey, Slick, uh, $2,500. I'm like, what kind of gig is it? He's like, oh, there'll be a crowd, I guarantee you. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of guys waiting around. I'm, what year uh, is this? This is, I think, 07. Oh, this is recent, fairly recently. And uh, so I go there. Uh, I couldn't find parking. There were so many cars. Where was it? Valley? Van Nuys, uh, off oh. of Hatteras. Yeah. Like in the dirty part of Hatteras. Clitoris. And, uh, <laughs> right next to Clitoris. <laughs> that, night, that night it was. <laughs> so I knock on the door, and uh, the security guard opens it up. It's, it's, who are you? Are you in line? I'm like, no, I'm the comic. And they're like, all right, just go in there. And You're like a comic fluffer? <laughs> they Hundreds of bodies everywhere. <laughs> all in their underwear, jacking off. <laughs> Um, Talking. They had a, a bed on a stage, uh. and it was like uh, almost like a graduation ceremony where the guys would just go up, 
pump a few times. It's I called pump and circumstances. They were filming it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, camera. Was there crew. a cover charge? Uh, I'm not sure. I was let in free, so I wasn't sure. You know uh, what the best move would be to be the guy who's so gangster that he eats that pussy when he gets up there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it was. Uh, it was was the girl hot? Well, I mean, after like the fifth guy, she started looking like Gene Simmons, you know, two hours into a concert. <laughs> her face what? started melting. Just melt. and then D- did you recognize her as a, p- a notable porn star? No, but I think uh, the best part of that was, you know, it was, it was a rough crowd. I mean, they, they were <laughs> oh, really? I thought they'd be completely into what you were talking about. Hey, a round really of aren't. applause if you've got a boner right now. Did you have to go up on like a stage or did yeah, you just walk around stage. and do crowd, crowd work? I'm on stage at the edge. Basically in front of the, these guys boning, and each guy had twenty <laughs> seconds. Twenty seconds? <laughs> yeah. So what? Do they have to come, or is it just? Oh pumps? no, they're not coming. It's just you have twenty seconds. They have a timer. And What's a guy, the point? Uh, just to break a record. Just to be in the history books. Yeah. <laughs> so I do my thing, and then I, I'm sitting there afterwards, and it's just hundreds of guys. I mean, it was, it was like the sea. Uh, you ever see that Springsteen video for Born to Run, where the crowd is so big you can't see? You know, it's just yeah. Like, yeah. This is what that room looked like. How me. did it smell in there? It smelled like a chlorine factory blew up. And <laughs> Where was the... How many 55-gallon uh, garbage cans did they have for used condoms? <laughs> well, they did have huge uh, like tables of condoms. And the funny thing was the, the craft services was outstanding. It had the douching <laughs> products right next to the Altoids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the girl, one of the fluffers, they had female fluffers to get guys hard. She comes up to me and she almost like has. They a sucking them off or they? Oh, yeah. uh, they're rubbing them, sucking okay. them. Are they hot? No. Okay. No, but they're not ugly. But what if you get so carried away with one of the fluffers that you jizz? I, you know, I don't know what the. Uh, you're probably like you're out of here. Yeah. Or if you can get hard again, you probably you have to only have to keep it hard for twenty seconds. They had uh, tables of Viagra, like little uh, cups of Viagra. If you were there, would you ask for UFC magazines? <laughs> I, I heard to go last. I heard if you go <laughs> if you go soft, you get thirty seconds. Oh, I mean, I wasn't really. I was just concentrating on the comedy. <laughs> True professional. So I'm like, hey guys, th- my first line was, hey guys, this is a hard room. Hi <laughs> And just no one responds because they're Nothing. just working on their bones. Guys, like you shut the fuck up. I'm trying to get a boner. <laughs> so that joke falls flat. And then I point to the girl's pussy, and I'm like, I'll take the number five at Arby's. hi Did you do with your umpire foul balls? No. Cologne joke? After the first two jokes bombed, I was on Insta. How long were you have to, how long did you have to do? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 2,500 bucks, though? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was cash. Too. I think I would have done that. Oh, I, I, yeah. I'll take any gig. I mean, you know, it's, there's not a lot of paid gigs in L.A. <laughs> okay, except those. Okay, go ahead. I mean, I did a gig last week, the Playboy Poker Tour, which I knew would be a disastrous crowd. Where, where was that? Is that Kenny Florian real quick on TV? Yes, it looks is. bizarre. He had his nose done, I think, from being mashed up. It was a commerce casino, playmates running around, and guys who had to pay $1,600 Six. to enter into the... And you performed? And, How I do mean, you get these gigs? You know, people... I have a lot of weird friends, and they just hook me up with weird gigs. Earl's got friends in lonely oh, places. I'm like my dad. My dad was friends with billionaires and uh, street pimps, you know, and everything <laughs> in between. That's how he met your nanny, Leroy. Yeah. That's how he met my mom. Hello. <laughs> hey, now. So, uh, oh, yeah. Liz Carmooch, that pussy. All right. So, <laughs> so, the so that's the gangbang story. Okay. Um, and then, but the, the girl at the craft services table, like, was crying. And I'm like, what's wrong? 
And she's like, and then, this is not a joke. I'm I like, never, if I see a girl crying, I always turn and walk the other way because I, I don't want to get, me. it gets crazy. I see a potential takedown. Yeah, I don't see uh, vulnerability. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, oh, I'm really bummed out. I just got back from the doctors and uh, he said I have to cut it down to three anal scenes a week or my ass will explode. In <laughs> 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 here, I thought I had problems. <laughs> she was what crying, the, man. That's, that's a tough... That's like when Larry Bird's back started giving out. You can't do what you love anymore. Dude, what are girls? What are girls thinking when they still do the anal and they're like, they can't hold their shit in anymore? Well, I mean, I'm starting to look at the girls doing the gangbang, and you know, it's just five, six hundred guys in this room. I'm like, at what number do you think she says, "I've made a wrong turn in life"? I think mm-hmm. never. Maybe at three. I think she loves it that much, dude. She lo- she loves the game. The game bang. All right, let's talk to UFC. Let's talk. We got some things coming up. I, we got uh, actually a card. I don't really. Uh, we we'll it out of Steve. Fed James really took it <laughs> out of us. <laughs> we got. We actually have a card this week. Uh, What's the card? Well, we'll talk UFC one seven. There's a lot of okay. UFC on Fox is coming. So up. many. We got a UFC fight night coming up, which well, are usually garbage. We comedy. actually now Jeff and I don't even like watching them. We just enjoy reading the fight. <laughs> the fight. Well, play by just, plays. There's too many. Uh, there's just way too many uh, cards. Yeah. Now. Problem with the Rousey card, it just wasn't doing much for me. When the, the only intriguing fight on there was Cormier Rashad, and then when Rashad dropped off, they found you know some that chump guy, that works at Starbucks. Do you know that guy's story? I don't know if it was a Starbucks, but he was literally working at a coffee shop, and he texted Cormier and he said, "Hey man, we used to train in the Olympics together. How about I go in there like on like a oh, lark?" Really? He was an MMA fighter, but he just kind of threw it out there. And then all of a sudden, Dana White calls this guy at his coffee shop, turns to his boss. He goes, hey, can I take this? It's important. And the boss is like, if you take that call, you're fired. So the guy goes out, takes it, and the guy's like, you're done, man. And then Dana said, do you want to fight? And he goes, yeah, I'll fight. I mean, I could see And he made, you know, he made uh, $8,000. I could see them giving him uh, another fight just like as a thank you. I think they will. Cormier whipped up on that ass. Dude, I'm excited to see what Cormier does for... Uh, with John Jones. Oh, yeah. But we need to see him. F- he has to fight somebody legit at 205. But he Cummins, can't fight this chump. Cummins did land like one he or was two undefeated. Shots. Like, he did land a few, like, not bombs, but it was like, oh, wow, this guy's for real. And then Cormier just. What was good, what's good about Cormier is that he doesn't look like, he doesn't look weird at 205. Like, he still looks big. He looks still natural. looks fine. Like, he looks all right. He, I mean, I didn't, you know, we, I watched the highlights. He looked good to me. Threw a great uppercut right up the middle. Yeah, yeah. Drill that guy with. Well, he really started. The trouble started when he grazed him with the right. It just barely hit his nose, and and the Cummins was like, oh. I think if he fights John Jones, he's gonna take a play out of the Randy Couture playbook and just try to get him up against that cage. Clinch and dirty. Clinch and just dirty box Couture style. He he. uh, Cormier can get in on Jones. I believe he's an Olympic wrestler. He can he can if you can press Mir. Who's a 260 against the fence? You can push John Jones and keep against that fence. He's slammed strong. He Cormier slammed Barnett. He picked him up. Oh yeah, and, and, dude, he, uh, and those titties, you could they just flat <laughs> hit the ground like two pancakes. I heard the titties were covering Cormier's ears, and people were calling it the Princess Leia. <laughs> the goobies, dude. <laughs> the goobies were everywhere. And he tossed Bigfoot Silva around like he was nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like Big Bigfoot Silva didn't have a giantism chin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like he didn't suffer from a. Hereditary birth defect. <laughs> Jay, Jay Leno and uh, Bigfoot Silva making out would be like uh, the <laughs> movies and Velasquez is nips rubbing. I, he, he take one on the chin. That, guy, that guy could take. 
That every one of the shots is a chin shot. <laughs> I mean, if, can't miss it. If Bigfoot Silva was riding shotgun with Kennedy that day, he'd still be alive. <laughs> it's too close Hi-oh. to home in this. Yeah, condo. dude. I did some looking into into your family tree. <laughs> I know all about George. Well, I mean, uh, well, let's uh, so let's wow. get back. Uh, well, McDonald and Maya was a good fight. Uh, uh, I didn't see it again, but read about it. I heard. Uh, I actually, I actually did not read uh, rounds three and four, so I don't know what happened there. What I what I did see, it seemed like in the aftermath, a lot of people were complaining, saying they thought Maya had it. Well, Maya dominated the first round. You could have given it to him ten eight. But then Rory McDonald dominated the second. He came back in the second round. And I, I people, see. some people were giving it ten eight rounds. I, I didn't see 10-8 in the second round, but he definitely won it. And then the third round, I thought, was kind of even. So it all depends on how you scored the first round. The problem with um, – what's the camps called? St. Pierre's camp? I can't Tri-Star? Think of Tri-Star. Well, problem with Tri-Star, that guy Faraz, who's the main trainer, they love the jab up there. And so they've all fallen in love with the jab, yeah. and that's what Roy McDonald just jabs all fight. You know it's what they've fallen in love with? They've fallen, fallen in love with winning – and they found a way to do it. But what they've forgotten is that this is entertainment. It's not just about... They always say when people have boring fights, they're like, well, he fought smart and he won. But this is entertainment. And you're being paid to entertain people. So you can't take that approach with fighting. Because it's also a show, man. That's why Vandalay is great. Win or lose, he's going to fucking yeah. go crazy. And if you're going to fucking do it, like, you know. But see, that's where, like, it's... It's like I watch Machida, and I can't stand the way he fights. But it's like, well, he's trying to win. So. But you know what, though? At least he lands. He, 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 throw, land. he throws bombs, though. But he just runs. and like. But he throws great yeah. kicks sometimes. You know what, though? Machida, it's whoever he gets teamed up with. His style has to match very well with someone's style. Then he can put on exciting fights. But he doesn't match well with everybody. Don't you just like seeing that karate, though? Because you're like, this guy came in from the All-Valley Tournament. And he's fighting in a modern yeah. age. So, yeah, I mean, I thought Maya, Maya did well. I mean, you know. Maya, but, uh, though, he you has, thought he McDonald has, took it? He has no hands, though, and he's just like. It was Maya's close. always been boring as fuck to me. But he was good this fight. He went after him. He kept his Maya's him. hands seem like they've really improved. From when he first started, he was like a guy who would lay down on his back, like, hey, come fuck me. I'm laying down here. And no one would do it. <laughs> Sometimes he would actually get on all fours and slap his ass <laughs> and spread his cheeks. Well, I've been there. And, uh, you know, <laughs> but when he took. I mean. His bo- fight with Fitch was the most boring thing ever, but he beat him. He dominated him. And, you know, we must mention uh, Pyle and Wahlberger because it kind of... I love Pyle. This oh, guy's like 39, and he's, he's fucking... He has a sneaky UFC record. Worst uh, haircut in MMA. Mullet. Yeah. Mullet. He looks like uh, Billy Bob Thornton in Sling Blade. He stole it from Dominic Cruz. No, he has a mullet. He doesn't have the... Yeah, but he's got like this weird shaved like. Part it's like on here. the... Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. He was uh, Forrest Griffin's like fight strategist. Oh, really? Yeah. I always camp. thought he got kicked out of the UFC and then he would just keep coming back. Like, at, like you know, he's that journeyman. Right. But he's been in there for a solid number of fights. And he has, like, he'll go on a three, four fight win streak, then lose one, but then he'll go back on a three, four fight win streak. How old is he? 39? He's pretty old. I I think he's 39. He's at least late 38, early 39. And this has something to do with the main event because there was a controversial uh, stoppage in the uh, pile fight because Herb Dean just let pile just probably eight shots to the head before he called it. Oh, Herb Dean's weird. You know why? He, He was scared because he called the Uriah Faber fight too early. Sometimes Herb Dean can stop it early, or he can just sit there asleep while a guy gets fucking demolished. I, th- I think, though, coming off of an early stoppage fight, 
he didn't want to take the ridicule again, so he's like, I'll just let this guy get brain damage. It's like a guy who pre-ejaculates the next time. He's like, I don't care if this goes 10 hours. Yeah. I've been gonna- there. Been there. <laughs> it's all that. that porn, dude. And then, well, then in the Rousey fight, it, he stopped it. Some people say prematurely, but how'd you feel? What did you think? I mean, I thought Rousey was going to kill her anyway. I saw it? the highlights. Sarah McMahon will give her this. She came out throwing bombs, hit her, attacked yeah. her a couple. Oh, times. she landed a couple big bombs, and then uh, Rousey just ate him and, and backed her on against the cage. And then, how uh, do you feel about Cyborg? Says she is going to drop to one thirty-five this year and fight her. I mean, I don't. I mean. And she says, problem is, the problem is she's tested positive for a penis three times. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you do? I don't know what you do with Rousey. It's just like it gets to the point where she's not fun to watch just because there's no one really even challenging I think her. Cyborg, though. I have a good feeling about it. I don't think Cyborg has a gas tank, but she w- does have a penis she tank. Does have a, she has a d- dick bag. <laughs> well, I think the UFC almost is trying to build Rousey up to that Bill Goldberg type of winning streak WCW yeah. did. It's weird she didn't she only got paid 55,000 to show and 55,000 to win. But I think she got a cut of pay-per-view the back end. The back end. Yeah, which is I mean more than It's anyway. I mean I'm not shitting on women's MMA, but it's tough when that's your main event to like really want to go all in on a pay-per-view. She has no one to fight. But uh, you know what, it's a stepping stone and it's going to be like She's the Hoist Gracie of yeah. women's MMA right now. I think now, she's good for fringe fans, like chicks who yeah. don't know anybody. They're like, oh, I'll check it out now because of that. But like in terms of if you're a diehard fan, I'm just not. How many guys not, jerked off to it, do you think? I'd say uh, I did. I know. Somebody I had to. But it. I mean, if there's porno, though, why wouldn't you just go for like I think some, you know, guys are. There's the MMA porno, though. <laughs> yeah. It's there always like you porn, and I'm always like, who watches this? I stopped watching you porn because I got tired of seeing it. That and the chicks wrapped in plastic. <laughs> I don't watch porn. It's just too gross. Really? The, the Ever? High def, Blu-ray. I mean, I don't need to see that. I'm I, very specific. It has to be cream pie porn, and I only do a couple of different sites that I trust. I mean, I just... Uh, it's good material. <laughs> I just jack off to my visions in the head. Yeah, that's weird. that you. I remember you talking about this. This guy has an imagin- sexual imagination still. But once you go to porn, that dies. It's like in that movie <laughs> Drop Dead Fred. That part of you <laughs> dies. Remember Drop Dead Fred when she started taking the pills and her imaginary friend was dying? Yeah. It's like when you watch the porn, that imagination, you're like, what do I care about this girl I fucked imagi- in high school yeah. who's terrible? Your sexual imagination becomes Fat James. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did have great tits. <laughs> Double Ds. He had, <laughs> he had goobies. He Beautiful had, goobies. He had good goobies. Good <laughs> <laughs> goobies. What was the other one? There was goobies. And we had uh, oh, giddies. <laughs> there was guy titties. <laughs> Big old giddies. So, <laughs> Those are some of the best giddies I've ever seen. But there is that one boxer chick, Holly Holm. Hume or Holm. Uh, There's all these chicks. They c- you know who's next, they say, is uh, Kat Zingano. But she just coming off a knee injury. And her trainer, yeah, who is also her husband, happen. just yeah, killed himself. Well, so she has to. Yeah, I mean, he's she's the next fight. Dude, she's. A, I mean, sh- that's a huge blow. And then it hasn't been that long. You can't just jump into it, man. It, it, and it wouldn't be smart. Take a year off. They may have to give her, like, a guy who's lo- less than a weight class lower than They'll her. throw her, like, Dude, that. Cyborg is the Cyborg's key. Cyborg's the fight. And then I think she'll retire. Rod, yeah, Rod is going to – everyone says she's going the Gina Carano route, man. Well, I mean, Gina Carano had great tits. She was yeah. great. She was hot. But, you know – Not he, the best fighter, though. Overrated. They say yeah. – in women's MMA, she was always called – she had the Joss Bar- Barnett of women's titties. <laughs> oh, really? Those big baloney pancakers? <laughs> yeah. What, what I didn't like about her era of MMA, women's MMA, is they wore, like, the um, 
what fat girls wear on the beach, like almost like a rash guard. Oh yeah. Like it's, but they, they said they might do a uniform for women. Yeah. Like what do you in mean a uniform? UFC? Like a specific like thing a maid. One wear. woman has to be a maid, and the other one is. It's to like be. a. I don't think she has a dick. We're looking oh at a picture God, of Cyborg. You know, I met Kit Cope and Gina Carano when they were dating. Sam Tripoli introduced me to him, and then I ran into Kit Cope later. I was like, how's Gina Carano? He's like, and Tripoli's like, bro, they just fucking broke up. Like, don't fucking, he's going to get pissed. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. And I just walked away. Oopsies, Kit nice kitties. Goddamn, he was the goddamn bare knuckle Muay Thai champion. And then he tried MMA. Like, Didn't fuck. go so well. But he was unbelievable at Muay Thai. Did you ever see the, the MTV diary on uh, Kit Cope? Uh-uh. Where he went overseas to Thailand, bare knuckle, and he had a crazy, bitchy girlfriend dude. who was complaining about the food the whole trip. And he's like, "I'm trying to train for a fight." Can she you was like this up? blonde chick from Vegas, and then he got a new girlfriend who looked identical to his old girlfriend. Well, that's like OJ. He always gets girls who look like Nicole, the white. Oh, that's right. You used to throw the football with him. Did you yeah. ever talk about? He needed. He he started dating chicks who had thicker skin after yeah. uh, Nicole. Well, yeah, she couldn't take a punch or a stab. Did they ever say something about that? Like, man, did Nicole ever yell? OJ, get in here! <laughs> no, He's no. like, I'm throwing the ball with Earl. He's well, like, I'm gonna kill that bitch. <laughs> well, my dad was a legend on our street. Everyone loved my dad. You know, we had Harry sure. Nielsen to the left, legendary Le- song. Yeah, Leslie He's Nielsen. Like, put the coconut in the yeah. Put the lime in the coconut and, and all the. But he never performed live. But he hung it. Yeah, I mean, he guy who had a fear. He claimed he didn't. He didn't like live performing. He was the he La- Lana of Del Rey of his time. Then he died at like 45. Harry Nielsen? I think he was a little older. Well, maybe 50? Something. Uh, well, I'd probably 60s. Because I mean, him and my dad used to pound booze at oh, the Bell Hotel. Booze. Pound it. So, and then we had Stallone down the corner. OJ, James hey. Conn, Kareem. Hey, yo, Did you Earl. talk to Stallone ever when you were a kid? I used to jog around the neighborhood. <laughs> Did you ever uh, throw a ball that went in Stallone's yard and you're like, Mr. Stallone, can I come get my ball? Earl Skakel in Sandlot, the prequel. He's <laughs> like, Mr. Earl, let Leroy go get it for you, son. Look at here. Look at here. Hey. That did happen, though, once at Charles Bronson's house. Did it? We hey. were playing uh, bottle rockets. And, uh, <laughs> what is that? It's not a game. <laughs> it's like, playing, shoot bottle rockets it's like playing rifles. Look at this. I've got a fucking scar on my arm from a bottle rocket. Where do you, well, it's right here. Yeah, it's one of these spots. Is that when Esther from where? locked on to you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you... I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this guy had a bottle rocket, actually. Bottle we used rocket. to do bottle. Did you ever buy? We used to buy a ton of fireworks, and then we'd throw them in a bonfire, <laughs> and then in a field, and then you'd have to run, and they'd be just shooting everywhere. <laughs> what's that game off. called? Yeah, yeah what's that? It's called a waste of 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's called run, run for your lives. Well. Well, you just tell your one friend to like show up a little late, and then <laughs> you do, do it. it. One friend would always be pissed. Now, did he, you guys see the end of the Rousey fight or no? No. All right, well. She was just kneeing her, right? Yeah, she, she her kneed her once knee to the hard body. into the liver, sl- possibly rib shot, and uh, McMahon went down, and then she kind of got back up right away, but Rousey was raining rights on her. It probably would have been over pretty soon. Are, is there a, is, can you punch below the belt in women's MMA? The pussy punch? No dick? Or is it, uh, is it, is it no, because I've hit a girl in the pussy once on accident, and it took her, she went down. Like punched? Uh, it was like a kick, but it was an accident. Because <laughs> I, I, sometimes I like messing around. You know, and just doing what? MMA? Crazy, yeah. And then, were you naked? Uh, no. Was, was she gonna, naked? I, you don't want to get naked and do MMA in a sexual way because <laughs> your your face is going to go into the asshole or something, and maybe it's not completely washed. So you don't want to do stuff. And or she's going to see your big hairy asshole, and that's not a turn on for late. 
You shouldn't be showing your hairy asshole like spread your cheeks to a lady. I shave mine, so we're do you? There. And I just got my, my. Do you have a YouTube tutorial on how to do it? No, I get it done by my girl uh, Brienne. Are you did. serious? Oh yeah, and she trims my pubes. Are you kidding? <laughs> you get, no, I'm not. You get your ass waxed. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So she grab your dick and move it around. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and I asked her. I said, well, "What if I get hard?" And she's pretty cute. She's like, Earl, you won't. This isn't the UFC. She can't. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a woman, Earl. This is absurd. <laughs> Come on, Earl. Earl, are you me. gay? Am I gay? No. I'm are you gay. gay? No, I'm not. Gay. Uh, Earl, are you gay? Okay, I'm gay. <laughs> Breaking know. news here. In addition to. Uh, is that real? Uh, George St. Pierre coming out today with uh, he has OCD. Or Earl Skakel is it? Yeah, did he OCD. say he has OCD? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. According to. Uh, it's probably what made him great. MMA junkie. I have fucking OCD. Who cares? I, uh, you don't retire from the UFC. When I uh, cook uh, to test that stove, I put my hands on the burner to test it, and it gives me blisters. What? <laughs> That's not OCD. Mah- Mah- uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, a basketball player, formerly Chris Jackson. He okay. got thrown out of a black ball from the league for not saluting the flag because he was a Muslim. And he had, o- he had like OCD, and he would t- like... Tie his Dude, shoes a hundred okay. times, and he yeah. would also put his hand on the okay. stove. Well, look, the, no, that's he's being he's saying that he's retarded, and he's blaming it on being OCD because that's not OCD. You know, it just gives you Tourette's. anxiety. He had Tourette's. To as keep well. doing repetitive things to curb your anxiety. Maybe that's why GSP could never finish a fight. It was an OCD thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe if he thought his mother would die if that if he finished a fight or something. It's possible. I have uh, GSP uh, has OCD. I think he's just trying to get a fucking endorsement deal from a pill. What were we talking about just before the GSP? Bro, uh, you asked me if I was gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> waxing oh, this fucking... Are you dead serious about oh, this? Yeah. Brianne from the... Uh, well, I don't know if I should name the salon. I'm not getting paid. So, so you take your pants off. Take my pants off. Is it off. the salon that I've seen you at? Does she have a no, lot no. of male clients? Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of bones. How smokers. much does it cost? Uh, $45. Does it hurt? What do you get it? Twice a day? <laughs> you should see his asshole. It's like Richard Nixon right now. Yeah, it's a five o'clock shadow on his asshole right now. He just had it done. <laughs> My Six asshole ago. looks like that thing Luke Skywalker was shooting into. <laughs> a lot of Star Wars references. The Isn't de- it the same thing? Is that the, the, the Return de- of the Jedi? The Death about Star. Serena Williams' pussy? <laughs> Your asshole <laughs> looks like Serena's pussy. <laughs> Probably cleaner. <laughs> so you have a black asshole. Uh, does she ever? <laughs> you she ever wax your asshole? This Brianna chick could say, "God, today there was a lot of toilet paper stuck in your a- asshole hair." <laughs> she, you had more toilet paper than usual, Earl. She what have you, you been eating? She shows it to him. Look at this, Earl. Look at all this toilet paper. There's a lot of toilet paper. There's a lot of toilet paper things stuck in your asshole hair looks, today. Looks like a lint. Uh, the lint. When you pull it's the lint, lint tray in your fucking dryer. Your asshole looks like a lint tray in your dryer. <laughs> I'm a very uh, hygienic man. Oh my god! Hey, so, I shower before I go. What do you guys there. talk about there? We talk about like relationship stuff. I could never do this. You ever try I to could never do that. To me, it demasculates you having a woman wax your asshole and shave your pubes. Yeah. <laughs> But it makes your dick look bigger. Do you ever try to get you shave your own dick? Can you ever do? Yeah, it? What's the deal? Is it that hard to shave your dick? <laughs> no, but she gets real in there and and down and dirty. What do you mean in there? Do you have like nooks and crannies? So you talk to her. So your pants are off. So your my dick's pants out. Are up. She's moving your dick she's around. Got, no, no, she's got a towel over my dick, so she doesn't. But she touches it. What so. does she? Does she wrap your dick in a in a towel? My dick's in a turban, basically. He's got a dick, okay. dick turban. So it's you've got so dick turban. Does she a, do the dick turban, or do you do the dick turban? Dick turban. 
turban. Do you do the dick turban or does she do the dick turban? Well, both, I guess. What if you've got a long hair in the middle of your shaft? And then, <laughs> like a rogue I, hair. She bites it out. Where's the thing? I take a, I take a black snake before I go in there so my dick looks big. <laughs> this guy's a gay. You think she cares? Do you have, right. like, one of those 80-year-old woman uh, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday trays of dick pills? Like, you, know, you have to take like six different dick pills a day. He has a robot from Rocky Four that comes in. It's like time to take your dick pill. <laughs> it pops out of its mouth. You, you're admit. mentally you're dependent on these dick pills to get boners. I don't think you could get a boner I with a woman know. with if you didn't have pills. I, I have OCD. I need the dick pills <laughs> to sexually perform. I do not think I know I can get a boner anymore. I have a maintenance program I follow. Oh, my God. Okay, so I, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that you go get your asshole wet. Have you ever pushed a shit log out just to give her a quick joke? <laughs> just no. Like, no, just a little bit. Of yeah, one. and then pull it back in. And she's like, wait, did, what? <laughs> Nothing. Did, did you ever toss one? It's called the whack-a-mole. Almost. Because when she gets around your butthole, it, like, it, it like, you know, she it, say, uh, Earl, stimulates it. it. say this is going to tickle? <laughs> it's stimulating. Would you ever ask her out on a date? It's possible. She would, she would never. She's like, I wax your asshole. I don't see you as a man anymore. She's very cute, though. Oh, Do you at least get to wax her pussy? No, no. Is she no. in a bikini? No, no. She's in her titties out? Regular clothes. Does it hurt? Uh, yeah, because, you know, your butthole is very sensitive. And Do you go on all fours or do you <laughs> put your legs behind your head? <laughs> I put my uh, legs up in the air. You should get her in a triangle. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely. I could, she uh, bites them out. I could get in like that Fedor uh, triangle of Verdum style. I went to Brazil once and I got uh, one of the, I got my balls waxed and I just dipped them in this lady's mouth and she just licked the hair off. <laughs> what? Was it Blue Iris? <laughs> what does that even mean? Why don't you save the money and put a little milk in your asshole? Let a cat lick your. I went to t- <laughs> asshole hair. <laughs> I mean, you know. Or you could put you could put glue in a giraffe's mouth and then put thumbtacks on it. <laughs> It would be like kickboxer. I'm saying the girl in Brazil could suck the hair off your balls. That's how how hard she sucked. Wow. It's like that puts golf ball through a hose to shame. Yeah. Uh, This girl could suck the hair off your balls. That's the new saying. saying. Oh, wow. That with giddies and goobies. (laughs) This girl could suck the hair off your balls. You're on fire. Urban Dictionary alert. All right. Let's squeeze in one Bellator match just to keep it real, you know. (laughs) Uh, Christian Maboombu. Maboombu. Freddie Maboombu Washington. Christian Mapumbu against Mapumbu. It's Quentin Jackson. This, this is the Kimbe Matumbo. Any, any, Matumbu. Thoughts, any <laughs> thoughts on? Do the Matumbu. Matumbo. Any oh, thoughts do, on? Oh wait, have you ever heard Matumbo? He's got a great record of zero zero zero. You always know it's great when a guy's picture is that generic great outline of a man. You're oh like, this guy's God. a terrible fighter. Wait, hold on. Earl, you would appreciate this. This is something that we created. This is an impression. If you don't know who this is, just bear with us. There's a guy named Tommy. It's He's, Matombo. This character is named Matombo. It's the Kevin Matombo. Nobody, nobody fucking ever liked this. Here it goes. Earl's going to love it. It's not just that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nobody ever liked it. I mean, we did it right as easy. People, like, hey, people were wait, upset by it. I need that. He's like, not only did they not like it, they were you, upset. You have to work on your beats. <laughs> Just make sure they're not Dr. Dre's. Hello. Okay. okay uh. <laughs> Matombo. Well, 
<laughs> you need to watch Whitney more. <laughs> Eli Whitney. Hey. The cotton gin. Hey now. Uh, so any thoughts on the uh, Bellator fight? I think Rampage and Bellator. It's sad to see. I liked Rampage. The problem with Rampage I always had was BJ Penn syndrome, where one night he's great, and yeah. then the next time he's Kevin Randall. Just doesn't seem like yeah. he gives a shit. Also, but once he did the A team, his interest just seemed elsewhere. Also, Bellator, I guess, is making it a catch match. Uh, Rampage only each round is going to be like 45 seconds long, <laughs> so he doesn't have to train at all. I used to see Rampage driving around Hollywood. He drives a nice uh, Mercedes convertible. Oh, I thought he, he had, had a, a big Hummer. truck, too. I, he had like a I, I saw a big truck, his big truck. With this picture on it or something. He has a bunch of kids, I know that. One of them's an albino. Sean Kemp? Who? Oh, I thought Sean Kemp. Were we talking about Sean Kemp or Rampage? Rampage. Okay. Rampage. Well, he has an albino ba- a child. Remember we saw him on that uh, Inside the USC yeah. show? They're no. playing mini golf. Oh wow, we got a Matt Mitry on uh, fight coming up. Yeah, he's fighting some uh, Jordan. Sean Jordan. He, he's Jordan might punch. be. Sean Jordan was also soon. an ex NFL player. The uh, UFC fight night. Sean is, Jordan. W- isn't Sean Jordan's guy? What's his record? He is trains with. He trains with Greg Jackson. Let's I thought see. he had a rough patch. Uh, he has a rough see. patch on his ass. Well, you go to Bree Brianna. What's her name? Brienne. Bree Olson. Uh, Dude, I can't believe you get that done by like a hot chick too. 15-5-0, uh, Sean Jordan, uh, Mitrion, 6-3-0. and So, uh, you know, it's uh, interesting. He's only fight. had nine fights? I mean, yeah. He's been around longer than that. Uh, but everyone has who been in the UFC. Somebody, who knocked Mitrion the fuck out? Somebody knocked Brendan him out. Oh, Brendan Schaub? Uh, yeah, Schaub knocked him out. He's uh, at the comedy store every now and then. Who, Mitrion or Schaub? Schaub. I think he's he a podcast with, with Brian Callen. The 10-minute podcast or something? No, no. It's a different one. I think they do like a sports or MMA one or something. Okay. I mean, He was on uh, Loveline promoting it one night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's about it for the UFC stuff. No, but wait, I mean, let's talk about the real fight. March 15th, we got Robbie Lawler oh, versus fucking Johnny Hendricks. It's the greatest fight of all time. O'Neal uh, can't wait. Big Robbie Lawler fan. I never lost faith in you, Robbie. I always knew you'd come back. I'm rooting for Lawler. I think uh, it's tough, though. Hendricks has got to be so motivated after he knew he beat St. Pierre. But Lawler, on the other hand, this guy was counted out. He was done. And now this guy is coming back for a title shot? It's a Cinderella story. He might have more to fight for than Johnny Hendricks. I mean, we got three cards coming in three straight weeks. You know, got the fight pass uh, Saturday. Then you got Gustafson. F- yeah, what is the fight pass? The, uh, it's like a bus pass. the fucking thing in Macau, China with Mitrion. Uh, what, I mean, but, like, how, I, do, you, like, how do you watch it? it? You have to get the fight pass. Okay. From the UFC. I'm going to pass on those fights. <laughs> <laughs> you, got the, you just got the fight pass. <laughs> and Thank you. you got uh, Gustafson against Manjawa. <laughs> oh, that, no, that guy's good. I'd like to see that, guy that from fight. Manawa. Jimmy Manawa is a British guy, oh, and he's okay. like a knockout artist. You know who, what would be a great matchup? Gustafson versus Cormier. Yeah, well, that could happen, you know, if uh, all the cards line up. And how can if, they, if not, how can they guy, not give Gustafson Jones again? He didn't want to wait. I guess. Gustafson didn't? I thought it was, uh, I thought that oh, was the, the toe injury? Yeah. There was something, yeah. That toe was fucking disgusting. And then you've got actually March and 23rd. And Glover Texera, he would, I think you would have to wait that out or Glover something. Glover Texera like, is not the real deal, I don't think. I don't think he's, I mean, he, he barely beat Rampage. When you struggle with Ryan Bader, who's all right, but when you struggle with him, I don't think you're the real deal. Struggle with Rampage, who the guy didn't even make weight. Wasn't he like 10 pounds overweight? Yeah, he looked fat. And then you got Henderson and Hua coming up. Oh, well, I don't want that Hua. You know what? I don't. I don't see that as a good fight. Those guys, 
that, that f- other fight took too much out of them, and they're just gas machines now. They just g- they can't go more than it's, uh, two rounds. That fight's sponsored by Grudge Match, uh, the Stallone De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Good, uh, good flick. I uh, just saw the uh, No Escape with Stallone and uh, oh, with uh, uh, the, the uh, Governor, the great uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, was that Schwarzenegger? And Schwarzenegger and the great Jim Caviezel. I held um, build this prison. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you know. Roy Nelson's coming up fighting. Uh, who's he fighting? He's on that uh, Dubai card. Who's he fighting? Um, I mean, there's so many cards. It's like uh, he's fighting Nagara. Big Nog. This is like a house of cards. How is Big Nog still even fighting? He's had like Roy- 80 knee injuries. That's gonna be. It's like two guys just gonna slugging it out, man. I mean, uh, I, I think I think Nogara could get clipped. His chin's garbage will. now. Oh yeah, I think there's he's a, done. Dude, this is that. There's at least. Six or seven people that should be retiring on those cards that you just read to me. Dana, who's one of Dana was begging. Uh, he wanted Vandalay to be done, but he said he didn't want to retire yet. So yeah. then he made him the coach of the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, he's going like, to Here's how much I don't want you to. Reti- here's how much I want you to retire. Oh yeah, I, I think he just says stuff to like maintain that the UFC is like looking out for its fighters. Big announcement today. I don't. This is serious. Anderson Silva signed with uh, Hollywood talent agency ICM, and he claims he wants to get into showbiz. Well, it's going to be hard when you can't speak. I English. know he's going to be like the guy Ed Soros is going to be like, uh, what he said was. You are though he's going to fucking make uh, what do these what do they speak Portuguese? Portuguese. He's going to make Portuguese language martial arts films that are going to be dubbed and sold everywhere but the U.S. and he's going to make millions. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, Van Damme still big in yeah. Belgium and, you know, I mean... Seagal I guess still sells out worldwide. No one sees this shit here. Seagal, no. he could do something with Seagal, his ex-trainer. Maybe yeah. they will. He Seagal that. only works with black guys now. <laughs> and he does. Remember all those uh, DMX that he worked with? The ja Rule. Treach. Yorsi. Tretch. <laughs> Tretch. And then he worked with like <laughs> a couple other guys. Didn't he do a karate movie with Yorsi? <laughs> yeah, and KD. Anderson son, this is me, Steven Seagal. KD, a friend of the store who was uh, no longer with us. He was uh, also recently he was shot. Killed, right? Yeah, I saw the video. It's really sad. Really? Yeah. What video? A, video of the death? It's a video of the death because oh. it was in a casino. Oh, Our friend KD, I was an acquaintance with him. I wouldn't say We were O'Neill and him used to have... Uh, B- uh, boxing, they uh, body punch only matches. Yeah, we used to, we were tight at the comedy store. We worked with him all the time. He was a good guy. I mean, yeah. I didn't really know him a lot. Yeah, he was. I remember he did he had jail a mustache. Not a good comic. I'll tell. I'll yeah, say that yeah, honestly. We did used to do a lot of that. Did some jail time for uh, some. See, had some problems here yeah. and there. Well, but who doesn't, man? Well, well, it's a shame. But uh, he jumped on the guy. The guy was shooting in the casino, and the Katie jumped on him, and I guess took one. Guy right, was like a hero, right in the gut. So uh, you know. That's probably not something I would have done. I would have ran the he other way. He may have saved a ton of people, though. He really did. I mean, you know, it sucks. So. He, didn't get, he, didn't get any cr- <coughs> he didn't get any credit for that, though. But you I don't know, think he got sad. passed at the store. Like Angelo Bowers, when he died, he got passed. <laughs> Which means a lot when you're no longer yeah, around. Gets those killers. Fat James spots. never got passed. They give you great spots, but the best part is that all the comics don't mind is there's no one there to do it. Uh, Everyone can get behind a dead guy that gets passed because uh, everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's not going to affect my spots. It's yeah, still yeah. haven't passed Gaylord Dingler. Well, yeah, well, he's, he's alive. alive. Oh, yeah, Gaylord's alive and well in Chicago. So, I mean, Detroit. listen, guys, I mean, I think we covered a lot of ground we today. Did. What's what the, I think the MMA card we're looking forward to the most is Hendricks. Yeah, Hendricks and Lawler, ruthless Robbie Lawler. If if uh, it's not pay per view, it's hard to get behind. Some of those Fox, the ones on the real Fox, are good. Uh oh, (laughs) some of the UFC fight nights though are the worst cards. 
Well, I mean, you, you have 400 fighters on your fucking yeah. uh, roster. It's hard you, to get behind that 125-pound weight class. The little guys. Yeah, just because I don't know it's anything. It's not as much fun. Oh, so, I'm getting a what, text from I, an old lady friend. Hold on. Let's... Uh, you guys keep talking. I have to conduct a little bit. I thought you were getting ready to rip one. That's what I thought. Why is your phone case pink? Oh, Jesus. Um, Are you gay? <laughs> uh, we don't care. I just would like to know because I would like to know how these, if these boners are. Listen, I'm not gay. For Sexually a man. charged? Or I've if they're been with a fair amount of women in my time. A couple I'm, dudes. I'm not Vince Neal, but let me tell you, you ask any girl who's ever had the Skakel sausage in her, she ain't complaining. As long as she says, he fucks you good, as long as you use a man's name. Because my mom <laughs> told me, Earl, always please a woman first, and they'll come back for more, like Rat says. <laughs> and let me tell you something. It's true. It's true. You, I, I can't come unless a chick comes. I can't either. And like, if it's a girl true. doesn't like a blowjob, I don't like it. Like, I, I yeah, know that sounds crazy. You know, like, I never force a yeah. So it's like, if a girl doesn't like giving you a blowjob, you don't like giving the other guy. The I don't like giving her boyfriend a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a giver. I mean, listen, I'm a good guy. <laughs> is this is a plea? <laughs> this is a plea to the women out there. Is, what are we doing? Your dating live dating profile? <laughs> I'm a good guy. I like, like to have fun. I like to go out. I as get much my as asshole like, waxed. I, I get give, my dick wags. I give a lot to I get charity. Do Does she grease it up and polish it? Just the other day, I adopted a dog from Michael Vick's ranch. hi Did you really? My dog was 12 and 0. hi <laughs> See, I slipped into Wait, the That's material. a Brody Stevens. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's how good I am. I'm slipping. Uh, I feel like. Did you just fart? No, no, no. That's Wait, are, are we ever going to get your. Uh, uh, Tony Bobbins <laughs> sketch? Oh, yeah. Well, you guys are professionals. Uh. Why don't you say sound speed and you say action? I'll give you my Tony Robbins. This is a Tony Robbins. Tony Bobbins. Tony Bobbins. Sound speed. We're speeding. And action. Hi. I'm Tony Bobbins. Do you have dreams? Do you have goals? Do you have aspirations? Well, guess what? You're probably not going to get anywhere in life. So quit now. Thin the herd. And buy my five-disc set. Tony Bobbins Unleashed. PayPal me at eskakel at AOL.com. <laughs> Why don't you sell Mr. guns? Mr. Buy one of my Tony Bobbins handguns. Mr. Tony, I have a problem with OCD. I cannot fight anymore. <laughs> let's, do, let's, do, let's do a little improv right now. Okay. <laughs> you have a caller on the line? George St. Pierre. His name is George. He's up in Canada. Calling in to Tony Bobbins. All right, we're live on... Uh, all right, now let's go action. Say you have a radio show. I have a radio show, the Tony we, Bobbins Negative we, Thinking Hour. We got a caller, Tony. He <laughs> says it's uh, George St. Pierre, hello? some sort of fighter. Hello, are you there? Uh, hello, uh, where are you calling from, George? Tony Bobbins here. I am calling from the Bahamas. And uh, what are your problems uh, that Mr. Bobbins can solve? Well, sometimes I look at men. Are you Mary Bobbins? <laughs> I look at men sometimes and I start thinking what they would feel like. What do you mean, uh, George? You mean you are having thoughts of uh, impure thoughts about homosexual butt sex? I have a friend named Earl <laughs> who uh, I am very attracted to and I think he is attracted to me. Wait, do we have two <laughs> George St. Pierre's or what's... Uh, this is Joseph. <laughs> Joseph St. Pierre, his brother. <laughs> And what, what is your problem? <laughs> Sometimes I see Earl's asshole so clean and so smooth. I just want to <laughs> lick it. 
I play that song so clean and so smooth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, come on. Let me see what kind of work she come does. Come on. Jesus Christ, you <laughs> fucking... What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> Get away. <laughs> Do you shave your chest? Well, let me uh, tell you, you something. you wax your chest? George, we're going to have to go to commercial break. Uh, why don't you call back next week? I got to show you. Okay, wait. Let me show O'Neal you. O'Neal got an iPhone, by the way. Big announcement. Yeah, this is oh huge. Oh, my God. O'Neal's got an iPhone. He knows what time it is. This O'Neal is huge. O'Neal I had a burner for the past eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Pay by the minute burner. <laughs> couldn't, Untraceable. Couldn't accept Here, pictures. You'll like this guy. <laughs> O'Neal's showing her old video. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Wait, you'll love it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like this guy in the rainforest who's completely retarded. And he's got that t- like a two-foot dick, Jeez. and it's hard. And he keeps flipping it up and down. <laughs> I feel like a Chinaman right now. <laughs> I hope this is it's like a it's horrible. That guy wrote, he paddles the canoe in the rainforest with that thing. Well, <laughs> he's piranha bait. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? I want to plug your hairless asshole, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I don't know what is going on with you, man. One of these days, I'm going to finally get to the bottom of Earl Skate. Was that a play on Middle words? class hero. <laughs> no. Dude, I'm just a middle class guy. <laughs> trying middle to middle class make hero. Middle well, class the- guys don't have money to spend on ass wax. All right, so what? what- <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely something you can cut out of day, the budget. How many, what do you go, once a week and get a wax? No, like once every three weeks, it grows in. Gets itchy. I heard they have one for kids, and they put you on the booster seat, and it looks like a plane. <laughs> For those early developmental children, <laughs> the little hey, Italian. Doesn't kids. your asshole just fucking itch like a motherfucker when it no, grows no, back? No, but the gre- the best thing is uh, like the the day after she does it, when you take a dumper, oh, it comes out clean, smooth, real clean. <laughs> you don't even have to wash. What about at week three and it's just getting raked? <laughs> week three, it, your, your turds are getting raked by the hair that's growing. It's in. like a car going through like the yeah, long. The yeah, yeah. They go through this through the uh, car wash. <laughs> The well, big it's long like, spaghetti it's noodles. Like you're, dr- you're driving in the country and there's like tree branches <laughs> scraping the side of your car. I mean, you know, listen, let, let's just say I enjoy it and uh, it's. Uh, enjoy it! Uh, enjoy it with God. Brody Stevens on uh, HBO Go. Terrible. It sounds terrible. Comedy Central. So, where can people uh, get a hold of you? We are at, at Danish and O'Neill. Danish like the pastry. A N D O N E I L L. Check the two funniest guys I know. We'll be performing at the Ice House Friday night. Friday night. Very excited to. It's one of our rare live performances. We probably do maybe two or three a year. Yeah, we're proje- we're predominantly stay-at-home comics, but sometimes you got to get out of the house. And that's the crazy thing about comedy. You guys are literally the funniest two dudes I know, and you don't get spots at the store. Uh, yeah, it's we're just unfair. And uh, it's just how sometimes you got to know when to fold them, Earl. There's a lot worse things that could be. Earl has a flashlight on his phone right now. I'm not. You know, I got the Samsung three and. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Uh, we have a few new you sponsors. Sure it's not the Samsung three. <laughs> we have a few new sponsors like a this big week. Dick. The Michael Samdong. We have a few new sponsors this week. The Studs Theater on Santa Monica <laughs> and Gardner. It's a uh, gay what, pornography theater. What are, what's their movie this weekend? Um, People want to go out the, and see it. The movie this week. Guys is, just um, want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Guys just want to have fun with a uh, double feature of uh, Sydney, um, Indiana Bones and the Temple of Poon. Um, Revenge of the Nerds. You can see that Revenge also. Revenge of the at Turds. The Revenge of the Turds. And uh, Schindler's uh. Fist uh, in pre-production <laughs> along with um, Two Gays in the Alley, which was a uh, sequel to Two Days in the Valley. I think it's a twofer, and then the next movie is just 
Philadelphia. Philadelphia was special screening. Um, a lot of people ask me, though. They say, Earl, since you live in West Hollywood, have you ever seen the movie Philadelphia? And I say, listen, if I want to see a guy dying of AIDS, I'll just go to the supermarket. <laughs> I so you got to end the podcast strong. That's a material. Yeah. That's only done That's on Rob Schneider shows. Okay. We're learning every day from But you, you guys... This is a public service announcement to you guys and to the audience listening. <laughs> the internet is a very tricky medium. It's filled with manipulation. I was watching hockey today. A couple <laughs> trades done. I go on NHL.com and one slip of my finger and I'm on manhunt.net. <laughs> Accidentally. And you know, guys, the only thing... Worse than accidentally being on manhunt.net. They got there for four hours. Jacking off to it for seven hours. <laughs> oh, I God. don't get how one slip of the finger went from NHL to manhunt. That's the joke. But I like to get yeah. it. <laughs> it's nowhere near. I don't get it. It's nowhere near <laughs> NHL.com. I think all the jokes is that he's a really bad typer. I think it should be I went on NHL.com and, so, and one slip of the finger and I landed on like big black Godzilla cocks. Earl, you should really get, you should take maybe a <laughs> typing class or just stay on those home keys and you'd prevent all of that. But I'd like to end He makes a good point. I don't know. <laughs> it does seem odd that your finger slipped. It was almost like it ran down all the keys and ended up with man. Well, I don't know what site you're on, Manhunter. I'd like <laughs> to take it down a notch. <laughs> oh, here we go. At least one ripper for the show. Um, yeah, all the fans of the farts aren't going to be happy. It's not going to be happening tonight. Sometimes it's a classy show now. Sometimes, you know, you have to be Lo serious. Lois always looks like she's ready just to fucking tear. Earl's it. dog once bit me at a UFC event. Well, I you made a quick that move. Out there. You know, you, Lois. Uh, you I know. was in your kitchen. That's all I was. Doing. I heard he stood still, and then the dog just went crazy. But I'd like to dedicate this special episode of Inappropriate Earl to uh, my brother, uh, my dear brother uh, Ralph, who um, died of AIDS a year ago. I've seen the family tree. Died of AIDS a year ago. Uh, visual AIDS. He got hit in the head with a film projector. <laughs> what, did you buy that from Jeff Richards? <laughs> is, he, is he having a he sale? Did, a yard sale? He really did. He gave oh, it you to did. Me. That's right. He did give it to you. <laughs> he gave it to me. He, got, he was a working as a gaffer on Renegade. Hello. <laughs> All right, guys. Follow Danish, Danish and O'Neill on Twitter. I don't even think they're on Facebook. If we are on Facebook. I don't really update it, but I will start. <laughs> O'Neill's on uh, the new social networking site for uh, white supremacist black Facebook. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, see you on another episode of Inappropriate Earl. Read a read a review on iTunes and leave one too. Uh, we got eight reviews. We Did need to say more. read a review yeah. on iTunes. Why not? Go on. Why don't you just leave one? <laughs> say if they're gonna do one thing on iTunes, it should just be leave a review. It's good uh, bathroom reading. Yeah, leave a re leave a review on iTunes. Go on SoundCloud. If you get enough, then you can just publish all the reviews in a book later. Sp yeah, I mean, spay and neuter your pets and uh, wax that ass. And uh, yeah, go to Brianne at the uh, Jeffrey Bora Salon on Sunset. <laughs> he says I shouldn't mention it now. I mentioned she'll. Uh, Wipe out your mud hut and uh, uh -huh. give you get a, nice, a lollipop uh, in your asshole when you're And done. she provides great conversation. And uh, buy Earl Alive on iTunes. When the did hottest, that come out? Uh, about three years ago, and I sold about 12 <laughs> units. It's, uh, 12, yeah. units? 12 <laughs> units? How many were family members? Um, six were me, and then six were. How uh, many were descendants of Leroy? Uh, Leroy, uh, well, I mean, listen, I don't really hang with Leroy's family. 
Earl, Earl stays alive. Let's try to get Earl up to 14 by Sunday. Let's try. Yeah, that's that's so that's two units. Uh, the first person who buys a copy of Earl Alive will get an autographed uh, framed picture of Ron Jeremy hanging in my bedroom. Guys, why was Ron Jeremy hanging in your bedroom? <laughs> well, <laughs> a picture of him hanging out there. I just having to get that. Wait, if we sell two units by Sunday, I'm going to get my units sucked. Right. It'll Hello. cost you whatever you're going to make off these two units. It'll cost you three times that to ship. Guys, Ron Jeremy. I'm, I'm just trying to end the fucking podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan O'Neill, Jeff Danish. Good talking they're, to everyone. They're special uh, guest, always welcome at the UFC uh, compound of Earl Skakel. I'm going to the gay gym right now, 24-hour fitness. If you want to say hello to me, I'll be upstairs on the elliptical. You're hanging out in the shower with like a 50-pound bar of soap, just <laughs> bending over, picking it up. All right, guys, inappropriate Earl. iTunes, SoundCloud, and uh, as always, stay white. <laughs>